Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show. This is Allison Scammell. I absolutely love today's topic and today's guests. We're going to be exploring feminine sensuality and embodiment as a superpower for a soul-guided entrepreneur. I had the absolute pleasure of talking to Lindsay Curtis about sensuality and embodiment as it affects the soul-guided entrepreneur. Lindsay, who is a person I adore, she lives immersed in the mystical experiences of ancient dreaming wisdom and the embodiment of orgasmic bliss one breath at a time. Now, who doesn't love that? She specializes in supporting women in embodying greater richness and vitality and their emotional and sexual lives. Passionate about diving into the depths of existence, Lindsay is here to remind us how to transform darkness into light with intention and grace. We had an absolutely amazing conversation. Please, please enjoy. Welcome to She Grows, a podcast for soul-guided women entrepreneurs ready to grow their income, impact, and inspiration. Each week, we're going to explore how to align to the soul of your business and grow it from there. I'm your host, Allison Scammell. Let's get growing. Hello, Lindsay Curtis. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your wisdom today. How are you? Hey, Allison. I'm doing so well, thank you. And I'm excited to be here. Yay. So let's get going. You call yourself a transformational guide, dream therapist, and feminine embodiment mentor. Wow, I love that. Can you share with us your journey in identifying with these fantastic titles? Yes, with great pleasure. So I began seeing clients one-on-one uh, -on -one about seven years ago. And at the time, I wasn't sure really what I was doing, let alone what to call myself. I was just kind of led to this space of service. And Originally, I was playing with the title of shamanic practitioner because that's a lot of what I was doing as I had studied with a shaman in Australia. But I felt like this were, well, I didn't really feel like I'm, I'm not a shaman as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I would never claim that. But shaman practitioner felt not so resonant of what it is I was actually doing. And as my path continued and I started studying with my teacher, Catherine Shaneberg, and Catherine comes from a long lineage of the Kabbalah of light. And so as I'm immersed in this lineage, I felt the title dream therapist just be very succinct and capture everything that it is that I was doing as far as how I work with our night dreams as well as our waking dreams and our inner images. And actually, it's funny because that the dream therapist part of the title actually came because of a client. A client kept saying how therapeutic the work is and how this dream therapy is awesome. And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, it's dream therapist that I am. <laughs> and um, similar with the transformational guide, 
I realized that I was more guiding people into their own transformation than necessarily doing the transformation itself. Like being a shamanic practitioner, I would never actually call myself a healer because for me, we're all healing ourselves and I'm just holding the space for spirit and your higher self to do the actual work. So that's transformational guide and dream therapist and a feminine embodiment mentor. Well, Hmm. Since about five years, I've been delving into the arts of feminine mysteries through embodiment practices and through direct experience. And naturally, my inner explorations began to overflow into my client sessions, and I've developed courses and classes to mentor other women in their own embodiment processes. And this word mentor, for me, is so significant because a mentor is someone who's really teaching and guiding from the place of their own experience. And that's really what I offer. Everything that I give is coming through my embodied experience of what I've lived and what I've transformed and what it is I'm here to serve. Wow. I love that. So beautiful. So um, let's start with a few definitions just so everyone feels like they're on the same page and with us. Can you tell us in your words how you define both embodiment and sensuality? Because that's what we're really going to be unpacking in this episode. Yes. So embodiment for me is literally bringing my spirit, bringing the ethereal parts of myself down here into my human form, into this very sweet little body that we all are gifted to, to walk with through this earth journey. And embodiment is, yeah, it's a top-down kind of approach, if we would say, because we're really bringing all parts of ourselves into the body. Mm-hmm. And Embodiment happens often through the expression of maybe negative emotions and past experiences or any sorts of trauma that actually block and and crystallize in our body, which prevents our soul from coming more and more into this realm. Mm -hmm. That's how I would really describe embodiment. And sensuality, so that's a great question. How do we define sensuality? And I have an entire course called Sensual Explorations that explores that question because it's, um, it's not something we can understand really with the mind because sensuality is of the senses. And simply put, our sensuality is that which we sense, our hearing, our smelling, our sight, our taste, our touch. And then we can expand that also to include our intuition and our instinctual nature. This is all part of our sensuality. It's, it's also a lot to do with our embodiment because as we're more and more in the body, our sensuality opens also and we get to experience life more richly because we're here in the body, our senses are open, and now we're in the world. Nice. Um, a couple things. I love your definition of embodiment and it makes me think of my own my own coaching style with as it relates to business growth and i like to help people you know rise up to that fifth dimensional vibrational state to get that soul guided vision that comes from our higher self of what we want to bring into our business and how we want to serve others and then how to bring that back down to that third dimensional 
human reality of you know how how to you know implement that vision in our human world is it are you seeing the connection a hundred percent Allison and I I mean I love the way you work and and as I've worked with you also in one-on-one sessions I love connecting up and receiving this vision and then what I love about your work also is you're really practical and okay, what are the action steps or the non-doing things that I can do to make that vision come true? And another dimension of it that I'm touching on is actually like our physical body connection. So in order to bring our soul visions into this earth, we need a lot of energy, actually. <laughs> like we need a lot of vitality right? Mm, yes. yes. To do the things that we need to do in order to bring it into experience. And that energy is really coming from our bodies. And it's, it's in our bodies. And the more we can get deeply connected to our body and cultivate this inner vitality, the more easy it is to then bring our visions into experiences. Oh. That's what I witness and with the, the women that I support. Well, that brings us nicely to our next question. Uh, You and I have talked about before we recorded that the primary listener of this podcast is soul-led women, women entrepreneurs, and not just entrepreneurs, but you know, people who are in service to their ideal audience, the planet, and their their spiritual growth and the growth of their career or business are sort of intertwined. And this group of people has a tendency to be more in these higher realms of inspiration and less in touch at times, myself included, with the deeper realms of embodiment that we're talking about and nature's rhythm for long-term sustainability. And these, a lot of these words I'm using are your words because I thought they really brought the point in. So can you tell us what this means, Lindsay? Yes, it's such pleasure. So I love this because yes, we're here and we are soul led, um, but we're also human and we need to come into a greater connection. For me, what I witness is we need to come into greater connection consistently throughout our life journey to our own humanity. And that has a lot to do with our inner rhythms and how we can return to our own natural rhythm as well as nature's rhythm because our outer world, the earth herself included, is a reflection of our inner world. So as we get deeper into more connection with our natural rhythm, we get to live in greater harmony. Okay, that sounds really nice, but what does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Um, So... How can I best describe this? Well, it, is, it can also be a, a defensive kind of mechanism to stay in the higher realms of inspiration and not stay deeper into the body because the body can be very uncomfortable. The body has emotions of anger or of shame or of guilt or of fear that can feel very uncomfortable so often, right? But these emotions, they are part of our power they're part of our energy. And so when we go into the higher realms and we receive these visions and then we bring them down into our body, what can really help to sustain the vision is body connection. So movement, but also breath. Like what happens if I am moving and breathing and I exhale and I allow sound to come out of my body? (sighs) 
it can feel funny, it can feel uncomfortable, but suddenly there's a movement in my stomach and I feel an opening and I have more energy available to bring my inspired visions into my reality. So this is part of the importance of becoming more embodied, but also how respecting nature's rhythm gives us long-term stability. This has to do with our own internal rhythms um, as women, if we are menstruating, how respectful are we to the sacred time that when we bleed, do we give ourselves pause and space to just relax and receive? And some women experience that time of month very painfully or like a disconnection or perhaps like it's this terrible thing that comes and doesn't allow me to do my work that I'm here to do. But actually rest is so super important, especially, I mean, for women, resting and men, we all need to rest. Rest is when our juices can flow. It's when true inspiration and a more aligned soul vision can actually fall into place. So taking these times of rest is so, so important. And every month we have this opportunity. So of course, for our men listening and women that are beyond um, menstruation, we can also link ourselves with the moon. And so do we take pause around the new moon for a few days to rest and to really go inside more deeply and receive what else is there? Because this is part of the long-term stability, sustainability and stability, really. What would my life look like if I valued rest as much as I value action? Mm. What would our world look like if we valued rest as much as we valued action? I love that. Love mm -hmm. that. That's so beautiful. So I love that you said um, our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. Because uh, I just say yes, and this concept comes up a lot uh, with clients. And I have clients who resist it. And they're like, well, how could that be? doesn't make sense. Um, you know, I want to manifest in a partner, a loving partner, but I don't, they don't see how self-love is connected to that. Can you, um, first of all, putting you on the spot a little bit, and if the answer is no, beautiful. Um, do you know of any books or literature that explain this concept well? <laughs> I get this question a lot and I never really know where to point people. So I'm just checking in with you on it since, since it came up. Of our inner and outer worlds reflecting. Yeah. Um, no. Well, actually, the first book that comes to mind is one that you'd recommend at the, the Surrender Experiment. Oh, yes. That's and a good what one. What I love about that book is it shows as he surrenders, as he surrenders, he's living in way greater abundance than he could have ever imagined or intended. Such a good book. That's Michael Singer. Yes, that is a good example. He doesn't exactly explain the energetics of it, but he is an yeah. example of it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, I wanted to ask that question, um, and I love everything you just said and this whole concept of valuing rest as much as action. So mm. let's get also to the sensuality aspect of it. Why is why is sensuality so directly associated with sexuality? Mm, with sexuality, great question. Um, well, this is kind of the interesting aspect because there's quite a perversion about uh, sexuality and what it even is, which is why I so often choose the word sensuality and bring it more into the body because 
the truth of the matter is the more and more I open up my sensual sexual connection, the more I literally can be walking down the, down the street or walking in, in the park and I feel the sexual energy expanding in me and I can feel an orgasmic experience even though it has nothing to do with my genitals or even my breasts. There's no overt sexual stimulation to that, yet I'm having this kind of sexual experience. So, I mean, that can sound really theoretical unless you've had the experience, which is why I choose to focus on sensuality and allow us to open it more up just because there is such a twist on what sexual energy even is in our current world and the way it is with our patriarchal um, history and experiences. So that's one thing that I feel very important and to just name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. It is so important. So let's talk about then how sensuality then, you know, expanding more on what you just mentioned, how it specifically affects these soul-led women entrepreneurs who are listening. And why is it important that we pay attention to this? Awesome. So our feminine sensuality is literally a superpower. And this is so essential for the women, uh, soul-led entrepreneurs because our sensuality is such an important aspect of creation. Okay, we can have two forms of creation. We can have the creation where I'm acting and I'm efforting and then I receive the results from that or I can create from magnetism. Magnetism. I said that's so funny, but it's our magnetic superpower. It's the superpower of as I rest into my being, as I expand my sensuality and, and really receive myself from the inside. Like you had mentioned before, this person that wants to attract a partner, but they don't understand how their self-love has anything to do with it. As I receive what it is I really desire from my own heart on the inside, naturally, I'm going to magnetize it. I'm going to attract that into my outer experience as the inner and outer worlds mirror one another. Mm. As well as I mentioned earlier, you know, leading businesses, creating these projects in the world that are service-driven, they require so much energy, <laughs> so much energy. And we store so much of our energy as women in our pelvis, in our hips, and it's the sensual sexual energy that we can access through our sensuality and we can welcome up into our bodies more and more to power us in going forward into the world. Our sensuality has so much so much goodness for us and it allows us to really build our inner energy and to be receiving it in and up through our bodies we can then cycle it around us and oh we just become so much more vibrant and alive and this aliveness attracts new opportunities it attracts new partnerships in the world and so much more um so many more surprises literally get to pop up because we're full and we're no longer in lack. And so then we're also creating from a state of inner abundance, the true mm. sense of abundance, this real fullness and overflowing. Mm -hmm. So we overflow into our projects in the world and also into our private partnerships and our families. And we can have this greater balance and long-term sustainability. 
Yes, yes. It's that Rumi quote, right? That we should create from that place where our cup is overflowing mm -hmm. and not from the empty cup where a lot of us, myself included, can sometimes create from. I didn't get the quote exactly right, but it's something about creating from that overflowing cup, which is what you're talking about, right? Yes. And it reminds me of a few years ago, I was doing um, an imagery, a dreaming exercise. And I look through a keyhole into my future and what I see is a fountain and this fountain that's underneath an arch of jasmine flowers and morning glories and there's just this beautiful fountain and I receive this image and I'm like, what? What does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean? How, what, what is the significance of this image? And it took me a long time to really receive that image and to really receive that, oh, actually, I'm on this process of embodying fullness, of embodying the wellspring that is within me, that is the divine cycling through me. And how we, can, we all have that opportunity to rest into ourselves and receive and receive continually and allow that to flow out into the world as well. Yes. So let's get into the how we can help bring this in and set ourselves up for having this overflowing cup. So tell us how we can be more in touch with this embodiment, sensuality, and nature's rhythms. What are some tips or daily practices that you recommend? Great. So one tip is really how do I relate to rest? How do I relate to my menstruation time? Or if I'm not a menstruating person, how do, how do I have regular rest in a monthly cycle? At least a few days where there is just no outer action. And it's like a personal meditation retreat where I can just go inside and receive what is really going on here. So that's something so, 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 so important. And especially in nature's rhythm, you know, there's always a winter. <laughs> right. Right. And so if we live somewhere in the world where there is winter also, how do we relate to that? Do we give ourselves extra space to hibernate a little bit? That's good. <laughs> yeah. So um, on that subject, I'm a mom. And yes. so, uh, and I know a lot of moms out there might have a similar thought. If I have space in my day, that's not working space. My immediately thought is I need to then focus completely on my daughter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and. Yeah. That that's not always restful. <laughs> right. Um, right. So you're so like how? What would you say to someone like me who was like, well, I will just take that extra space and focus on my child or my children. First, I would say beautiful because that that's wonderful. And if we if that's how we parent, that's really beautiful, and it shows your love and connection. So great. And are you giving that attention from an overflowing place? Because what I want to introduce here is that our, these moments of pause and these daily practices maybe that I'll recommend in a moment, they don't require a lot of time. They can literally be five or ten minutes. And if you take that five minutes for yourself and then you give ten minutes to your children from that fullness, that's what they're going to remember. Mm -hmm. Rather than giving your 15 minutes from a depleted state yeah so They're good gonna, oh yeah mom was here or dad was here and we had this great time for a moment 
Because the truth is they're playing, they're, they're imagining, they're dreaming their lives as well. And so if you can come to the space in greater receptivity and presence, whoa, that is in service. Yes. And I think we can fill in the blank there. That is true with your child, with your client, with your partner, with your friends, right? That same yes. concept. Your animals, like yes. your plants. If you water your plants after you've done a little moment of connection, they're going to become so much more vibrant too. <laughs> That's so good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So what I, I really, uh, for a daily connection, daily practice, Movement, <laughs> movement, and movement, movement, movement. And whoever it is that you share your life with, invite them into the movement too. Like whether it be freely moving your body for just one song in the morning can set yourself up already into this embodied experience, a bit more connected to what you're feeling inside and your sensuality. So, so important. Or just after a client session or after you've just paused from a work project, standing up and move your hips, like giving some spiraling action or figure eights can unlock so much more energy in your lower body that will give more fuel to the rest of your life. And really to get into our sensuality on a daily experience any kind of non-linear movement. So I, I practice yoga for over a decade and I teach feminine embodiment yoga where we really balance out any kind of linear things like linear stretches to also then allow, oh, what would a fluid movement be? So if I stretch my arms straight up above my head, oh, and I, oh, I'm doing it now. It feels so good. Everybody, let's do this. Let's stretch your arms above your head. Oh. And your fingers and really stretch, 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 stretch. Okay, this is a really great straight line. And then exhale, relax your fingers, relax your arms, and just allow your shoulders to maybe move back and forth. Allow your arms to slowly float down in a wave-like motion, releasing any tension until your arms come all the way down. And then already, how do you feel? Oh my gosh. I feel <laughs> like I got, I, I was already feeling so lovely and connected just speaking with you. And now I just feel even better. <laughs> awesome. See, it doesn't need to be complicated. We can just put in all these little moments throughout our day. I love that. And I think the perfectionist in me you know, immediately when you started talking, I was like, oh, well, I need to take an entire day to do that, but I can't take a day because I've got this and that. And, you know, I think I, you immediately go to like, what could this look like perfectly, mm. air quotes, instead of like, how can we make it just happen? <laughs> you know? Yes, 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 yes. So perfect. Yeah. And that, that is the perfection. It's just like, let's just make it happen. If it's just for two breaths, like, whoa, that's fantastic. Because for if we do that over the course of a few weeks, suddenly those breaths are going to expand. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love this so much. And I feel like it's coming at such a great time for me personally. Um, you know, me, myself, am in a really busy time right now. And in when you get into that busy space, I'm in the middle of a move. And I'm, I'm in the middle of a business launch and I'm trying to figure out, you know, uh, appropriate childcare for my child. So lots going on. And just this concept of like five minutes here and there, it's like, oh, it's so relieving. 
Like it doesn't have to be a lot, but those five minutes, just the idea of it feels so good, you know? Mm -mm, mm -mm. Yes. And you know, we've talked about it and you also are a scheduler. So where can you schedule in just these extra five minutes? Or I started a practice recently where after each client session, I have 10 minutes. And in that 10 minutes, I'm either moving or I'm just sitting or, but that 10 minutes post session is really for my own reconnection, my own re-embodiment. Mm-hmm. Yes. So there are little things that we can also put into our agenda and, and make it more practical as well. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Lindsay, this has been such an amazing conversation. I learned so much. I am such a big fan of yours and I love what you're putting out in the world. It's just a truly and honestly, planet earth is a more happy, joyful place because you're here right now. Um, Can you please tell people who want to learn more about you, how they can find you? Mm, yes, thank you so much, Allison. Um, so my website, I've just changed my website recently. I'm super excited. It's www.herreturn.com. So H-E-R-R-E-T-U-R-N. And um, on my website, you can find links to my social media. I also have a podcast called Her Return with Lindsay Curtis. And pretty soon, I'm actually launching Sensual Explorations Online, which is very, very exciting. And you can go head over to my website and sign up for my email list and get more information. Oh, my gosh. That is also exciting. I didn't know you had changed your website. So I love it. (laughs) Yeah, super excited. And I just want to say thank you so much, Allison, for all the beautiful work that you do. And for all of your lovely listeners, I recommend Allison wholeheartedly, 100% for all of your business and creative leaps that you want to take. And she's a really, really, really wonderful support. And so thank you for being in my life. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My heart is smiling ear to ear. Thank you so much. Well, I absolutely loved this episode. All of those links to find Lindsay is going to be in the show notes and anything we referenced in this episode. So head on over, check her out, sign up for her newsletter and listen to her podcast. I was lucky enough to be a guest. I've listened to her podcast. It is very, very, very good. So Lindsay, I'm just oozing with gratitude for you and thank you so much. And I can't wait to have you back again. Thank you, Allison. I feel so sparkly and alive. This has been so, so good. And I look forward to connecting with you again. That was just such an inspiring conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're digging on this content like I hope you are, I would be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. And I have a question now for you. Are you ready to grow your business with both magic and predictability? Then head to my website right now, alisonscammell.com, to download my three free soul-guided meditations to get a clear vision of growth for six months' time and where to place your focus today to take you there. Again, that's alisonscammell.com, and you can find a link in the show notes. And as always, let's grow there together. Mm -hmm.